Hey, good morning. This is Joe, REI in your car. Another good episode coming at you from my Ford Beast. Can you hear it? Can you hear it hum in the background and wake everybody up down the street? <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those guys. It's funny, at our uh, previous house, the neighbor gave me a hard time and she said, every time I hear you drive up, I think it's the UPS driver with the delivery. <laughs> I said, oh, it's just, it's just my beast. It's this loud Ford 7.3 liter diesel. Maybe I should nickname these podcasts the uh, 7.3 liters. REI in your car. Anyway, those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, don't care. So, but I wanted to talk about uh, lease options. You know, there's not a lot of people doing lease options these days. I've been around since 2005 in the real estate world, right? Part-time, dabbling in it since well, 2005 to 2009. I was kind of part-time and then information junkie in and out of a lot of different things and trying different courses and signing up for things and going to boot camps and getting educated. took me about four years to realize that education doesn't do you any good without action. Unless you start implementing what you're learning, you're dead in the water. It's all about implementation, not instruction. And you can get all the instruction you need until you feel good inside, you know, and then you feel like, okay, I'm going to start doing something. And then, guess what? You get a question. You get a, well, what if this happens? Or, yeah, but I better go buy another course. I better go buy another course and figure out how that works. Or you get a shiny object and you say, ah, you know what, what about this? Because if this happens, then I need to know that. So you buy another course. Now, there's nothing wrong with buying courses, but I think more important than courses is coaching. Getting somebody to hold you accountable, put your feet to the fire, and push you out of the nest. That's what you need a coach for. All right, but I'm going to be talking about lease options. Um, I was, the, when I was getting started, I really was excited about lease options. I was excited that lease options are a really powerful tool to control uh, property without having to get financing, without having to get a loan. You know, um, I don't want to own a ton of little cracker box houses in the hood uh, that rent for seven or 800 bucks a month. That, um, you know, I'm not trying to knock those kinds of houses or people who own those kinds of houses, but I don't want to have to knock on their door every week to collect the rent. You know what I'm saying? I want nicer homes in nicer neighborhoods. And that's why I love lease options. Lease options allow you to get the same cash flow you get in those crappy houses, but with nicer houses and with a lot fewer headaches, a lot less hassle. Why? Because you're dealing with tenant buyers who want to buy the house, not just rent it. Tenant buyers are typically, not always, but most of the time, 90% of the time, take way better care of the house than a regular tenant does because they put a large money down on the property. This is a house they want to buy. They have more pride of home ownership. 
and they're responsible for the daily maintenance and repairs. All right, so a lot of advantages to lease options. I loved it because it allows me to get cash now, cash flow, and cash later. The three stages of real estate wealth. Got to get something to feed the bills now, right? Doesn't do you any good to buy a rental property, finance to the hilt. Well, even finance at 75%, you know, that only cash flows a couple hundred a month. If that, I mean, what can that pay for, right? Um, and and it, pretty much all of that's going to disappear to vacancies and repairs anyways, right? Well, I get it. You, you get a mortgage like that to, to pay the house off as quickly as possible. Then it becomes uh, a really good asset that's giving you six, seven hundred a month cash flow. Well, why not, why not get a nicer house? that you can control without owning it, without having to get a mortgage, that it's gonna give you fewer problems, it's gonna be easier to fill, and once you do get it paid off, will give you much bigger cash flow. Now, if you look at the ROI numbers, it's pretty hard to beat a lease option deal, right? When you figure you can get into a house with just a little bit of money, sometimes even none, and a lot of times it really is none because you are financing the down payment, your option deposit. Well, I don't want to get into all the details, but it's the tenant. When you put a tenant buyer in the house, you're actually coming out ahead, you're coming out cash flow positive. It's really no money out of your pocket. You may have to put a little bit of money down when you first buy the house, when you first get it under a lease option with the seller. Um, but that's that's another story. Generally speaking, you can get into these fantastic houses with little to no money out of your pocket. Or if you do put any money down in your pocket, you can get it back when you get a tenant buyer in the house. And then, so you make some money up front. You don't need a bank loan. You don't need to use your credit. And it works in any market, whether the market's going up or down or sideways or flat. Uh, you can make money with lease options in any market. I've done it in hot markets and cold markets, etc. So it's a great strategy. And those of you that don't know, a lease option is basically where you can lease a property from an owner with an option or a contract to buy it in the future at a predetermined price. So just yesterday I was talking with a seller and this was a deal here in St. Louis that a local wholesaler friend of mine gave me. I have a mastermind I talk about on the show. and. I told the guys, I said, hey, listen, if you get any deals that are nicer deals that don't have any equity, send them to me and I'll pay you a thousand bucks. And so this guy, his name is Corey. Corey, if you're listening to this, hey. He emailed me and said, Joe, I just talked to this lady. She, This house is worth maybe 120 to 130 and she owes about 115 Okay. And uh, she has a tenant in there that she's very frustrated with. And she basically has very little equity, right? And she's tired of being a landlord because this current tenant in there is not paying the rent. And uh, has a utility bills that are outstanding. And the, the crazy thing about this certain specific utility is they, if your tenant doesn't pay the bills, they will lien the house. And they'll make you, the landowner, the landlord, personally responsible for their bill. Anyway, so she's frustrated. I called her up. She doesn't have many options. And I just asked her a simple question. I said, you know, what, what, what would you like to see happen? And she said, I want to sell this thing. 
I said, okay. So what have you done to, to try to sell it? Well, I can't sell it because the tenant's in there. And the uh, your, you guys, you investors, don't want to buy it because there's not enough equity. I said, okay, so what do you, what's your plan? What do you want to do? That's just, again, asking questions, right? There's, there's a lesson in and of itself right there. Ask questions, shut up, and listen. And she says, well, I just want to, uh, I just want to sell it. I said, well, all right, what are you going to do if you don't sell it, if you can't sell it? What are you going to do then? Are you going to rent it out again? She said, well, I don't know, maybe, yeah. I said, well, would you rather rent it to a tenant who's going to call you every time the faucet leaks and is going to have a hard time paying their bills, or would you rather rent it to somebody who wants to buy the house, who wants to buy it? who maybe just needs a few months, six, 12 months to get their credit fixed and then, then actually buy it. So I said, bottom line, it was a great conversation. I talked to her for about 10, 15 minutes. And I said, listen, I'll also go ahead and send you a proposal and uh, put some offers in it and let's review it and talk tomorrow. So I emailed her a proposal and it's a real simple document. I give her three options. Option number one, I'll pay for cash. I'll, pay, I'll buy her property with cash. So I think my cash offer was like $70,000. Remember she owes one fifteen. I'm still going to make a cash offer. It's not unheard of that somebody who's just so sick and tired of a property will actually come to closing with money, right? It probably offends her, but it's also positioning, right? It's positioning showing her, all right, well, here's option number one. I'll pay you cash for your property. It's like 70 grand or something. And it needs some work in it. I said option number two, I call it the perfect tenant program, or I will be your tenant. It's a sandwich lease option. I will lease your property from you. I will be the tenant. You don't have to worry about late rent anymore. I'll take care of all the maintenance and repairs if the numbers work. And generally speaking, you need about 15% equity in the house. Oh, here's a cop. Hold on. <laughs> I'm driving, talking into my phone. I'm not holding it, but I'm holding it like in front of me. So it's kind of like I'm probably not supposed to do this. Anyway, am I breaking the law? All right. I got to hurry up because I'm here at this coffee shop to meet with a dude. So my first, my second option was a uh, perfect tenant program where I'm going to stay in the middle, do a sandwich lease option, and I'll put a thousand dollars down on the property, which I'll get back right when I put a tenant buyer in there. But then um, I'll pay her. I can rent it out for twelve hundred a month, so I'll pay her nine hundred a month. I'll pay the seller nine hundred a month, and whatever my option price was with the seller, I had about fifteen percent equity in it. So I think it, I don't remember the details. Um, right now. So my third option was just a lease option assignment or what I call a wholesaling lease option. Okay. So I gave her different options. I'm going to be talking to her later today. And, uh, but I just love this business. It's not a big deal. I'm just making an offer. If she doesn't want it. It's not going to work for her now. It's fine. She, you know, she's going to have to evict the tenant before I get involved. I don't want to get involved with that. Uh, but I'll refer some real, I mean, some attorneys to her that can help her with all of that. So lease options are a great way to buy and hold real estate. Okay. Uh, it's what you can do with all of those leads that you normally would throw away. You can do something with them, right? They don't have any equity. Maybe they're not super motivated yet, but they don't want to be a landlord. They want to sell it, but can't. The lease option might be a great alternative with them. So I, I got to go. I'm here at this coffee shop. I'm going to meet some guy talking about lease options, uh, a friend from my church. I'm going to be talking with him a little bit about doing lease options as a investment, as a business. So guys, take care. Comb your hair and see ya.